0: Good evening, everybody. My name is Abby, and welcome to Meet My Monsters. Okay, so, hi, everybody, I'm back again. Second time in one weekend, can you believe? But that's only because if you listened to my last episode, you would have heard that I released my weekly episode for last week on Friday, on my birthday, um, to celebrate one of my favorite cryptids. Um, Just an update on that, guys. (laughs) Because remember, you summon a Buddha by saying its name at night, and then it will attack your family. None of my family has become a zombie slave. So that's winning. You know, you've got to look at the little victories in life. But anyways, um, I hope that everybody's had an awesome weekend thus far. I know that I have. It's been absolutely amazing. I'm really, really grateful and blessed for everyone and everything that was done for my 30th. So thank you to everybody who was a part of that. Mad love for you guys. But anyways, without further ado, let's get into the cryptid for this week. And like I said last week... Um, Since it is my birthday month, I've decided to make every monster a doggy or canine-inspired cryptid. In the dark of the evening, the fox's trap is easy to make. Throughout Asia, murmurs of a malignant spirit are whispered amongst families. Whilst this spirit may seem benign and unharmful, do not be fooled. For this spirit is sly as a fox. In fact, the kitsune is actually a fox spirit. In this episode of Meet My Monsters, we will be discussing the kitsune and its pr- um, <laughs> we will be discussing the kitsune and its presence briefly in China and Korea, and slightly more in depth in Japan. And that's because basically it's more renowned and famous for being in Japan. So essentially, the kitsune shares a basic set of similar attributes across all three of the areas. However, there are a few things which differ. For example, in Japan, a kitsune can either be Um, a man or a woman, even though it is most commonly represented as a female, um, whereas in Korea and China, it is always a female in its human form. So, however, there is a common thread held amongst all three areas, um, and that is an encounter with a kitsune is generally not lucky, as they are considered to be mostly evil creatures. So, one of the notable things that you will see with the kitsune is that it's not just a normal fox because they have multiple tails. (laughs) Yes, you heard me. Multiple tails. So, um, (laughs) the most common kind of, well, not the most common, but um, the most amount of tails a kitsune can possess are nine. And that got me thinking, to anybody out there who plays Pokemon Go, I used to for a brief time, I haven't in ages, partly due to isolation and lockdown but one of my favorites was the nine tails. I just thought that was very very pretty. Um, But nonetheless you can tell the age of a kitsune based on how many tails the fox has. Um, Now this is synonymous throughout all of the three areas where you can find this kind of spirit. Um, It is said that a fox will grow an additional tail for every century it lives. The maximum tails it will grow is nine. This signifies the oldest and wisest of the kitsune. Naturally, this means that the fox was 900 years old, or in some rarer cases, even older. It is also said that a kitsune must first gain sufficient life force, and by life force it means like knowledge from humans by either devouring them or spending time with them, um, and grow to be at least 500 years old in order to transform into a human. But without further ado, let's discover more about the kitsune in the three areas. And guys, I'm just going to be completely blatant with you now. Forgive my pronunciation. Obviously, I am from South Africa. I don't speak Korean. I don't speak Chinese and I don't speak Japanese. But so please just know that I'm doing my best <laughs> with, with all of these pronunciations. I probably will get them horribly wrong, but just know that I'm trying. Okay, so uh, first up we've got the Korean kumiho. In Korea, you would happen upon a kumiho. This spirit would always take its human form in the shape of a woman. However, this does not mean that the fox itself was female. So just, it will appear as a, a, f- uh, a female human. But it doesn't mean that the spirit or the fox originally is a female. So um, a kumiho can begin shape-shifting from the age of 100, unlike the kitsune, which we mentioned has to be 500. However, in order to do so, it will need the use, this is grizzly and I love it, it will need the use of a human skull, which is placed upon its head. (laughs) It can also transform into a human by eating the person they'd like to become. Simple. (laughs) You know, there you go. So, This person, the person who they become, however, isn't their victim. The kumiho will transform into someone familiar to their victim in order to gain their trust. You see, the kumiho wishes for intelligence and steals knowledge from humans through a marble carried in its mouth. Usually, the kumiho will kiss their victim and drain them of their life force and knowledge through this marble. Now, this assists the kumiho in turning into a powerful being. But don't worry, there are ways to spot a kumiho if you feel like you are being targeted by one. So if you suspect someone of being a kumiho, pay special attention to their actions and their speech. So often a kumiho will act differently to the person they are trying to portray, either by eating something or saying something that that person generally would not. Other ways to suss out a kumiho is to look at their eye color. So often when the kumiho possesses someone, uh, not possesses, sorry, embodies someone, um, their eyes will be a different color to the person's eyes who they are trying to be. Um, Notice their speech. This is common amongst all three of the different fox spirits. But a kumiho will speak in old-fashioned phrases not familiar to current times. Also, (laughs) (laughs) this one's quite obvious and if you miss it then you're a goon pay attention for the kumiho's tail Um, because even in human form the kumiho will still possess its tail so a kumiho will never turn its back to you so as to hide this so if you meet a girl and she never turns her back to you mm -hmm, just look for their tail Okay, so that was short and sweet and to the point of the Korean fox bird. Next up, we have the Chinese huli jing. I don't know if you pronounce jing like ying. Anyway, the huli jing, I'm going to say that. In China, the huli jing is more, um, sorry, is once more... <coughs> <laughs> I'm not reading well tonight. Anyways, in China, the huli jing once more will only ever take on the form of a human woman. However, the spirit sets its sights in um, uh, the spirit sets its sights high in terms of the victims that it chooses. The Huli Jing will only uh, pursue relations with men of great power, such as generals or even emperors. They do this in the hopes of influencing the political state for their own amusement. Fuck <laughs> isn't that something? You know, you've got be- nothing better to do than possess an emperor to change the course of China to, for your own personal amusement and personal gain. That's, oh my goodness. Um, the Jing will usually be incredibly kind, loving and supportive towards her male partner. However, she's cruel and vicious towards other females within the household. She enjoys playing cruel and most often fatal tricks on female servants and family members within the house. However, when the person dies, it always comes across as being an accident. So she is never to blame. That's super clever. I mean, like she covers her tracks to make everything look like an accident from the get-go. Now, the man in question will always grow into power very, very quickly. Um, And he will generally acquire fame through the means of immense amounts of wealth and land. So the Kitsune, it's not Kitsune in China, sorry, the Huli Ying is kind of like a good luck charm. However, once the man begins to age and go senile, or if the Huli Jing manages to deplete him of all of his energy, she will leave him, taking with her her beauty and good fortune. As such, the man is left stripped of all luxuries he once possessed, pining for the woman he loved. So, literally, the Huli Jing will leave you with nothing. When she goes, your life is gone, basically. Um, an interesting rendition of the Huli Jing can be found in the Chinese classic text of mountains and seas. There is a beast shaped like a fox with nine tails. It sounds like a baby, it eats men. How's that for ominous? <laughs> That's pretty damn dark if you ask me. But anyways, the Hulijing will cry out like a baby, luring men to their death. For when they go see to the infant in distress, the Hulijing will quickly devour them. Okay, and just like that bish-bash, Bosh, we are done with China and Korea. Would you have guessed it? Okay, next up, we are going to Japan to meet the kitsune. Yay! So initially when I was researching this creature, I kept reading kitsune as kitsune, obviously like in my English kind of head. Um, but I listened to the pronunciation and it is kitsune. So, yes, I at least know <laughs> this one is right. Um, so the kitsune is the most popular and commonly used name for the spoc- uh, spox <laughs> for the fox spirit. And this hails from Japan. The first use of the word kitsune can be found in, please forgive me, Shinyaku Kegonkyo Ongi Shiki, which dates, so this is a written text which dates back to 794 A.D. However, possibly the most famous story of the kitsune can be found in Nihon Ryoiki. I think I said that right, I don't know. But nonetheless, that was written between 787 and 824, and the name of that book loosely translates to "Ghostly Strange Records from Japan." Sounds like the kind of book I'd like to read. To be fair. Okay, so this rendition of the Kitsune goes as follows: There once was a very lonely man who was hard at work on f- um, nope <laughs> who was hard at work on his farm. He worked day in and day out and had plenty of food to eat and a nice warm home, which he cared for, but he had not a wife. He had searched for many years for a woman to make his own, but could never find one suitable enough. One day, while he was about in his field, he looked up to find a staggeringly beautiful woman. She could be nothing less than a lady, and he fell in love immediately. He asked that she marry him, explaining to her all he held and how he could take care of her and to his great joy she agreed. The couple married and they lived happily together for many years. To the farmer's great joy his wife one day told him that finally she was with child and that they would be a complete family. He was overjoyed and took great care of his wife and their unborn child. When the baby was finally born he found that his pet dog had also beget a single puppy. He had hopes that his child and the puppy would grow up together and be good companions, but as the puppy grew it became increasingly hostile towards the farmer's wife, for no apparent reason. Months went by like this, until <laughs> months went by like this, until one day the pup turned dog tore into the lady's arm. Terrified for her life, the woman vanished in a fit of robes and silks, "'and in her place sat a fox with nine tails. "'She looked up in surprise and bewilderment "'and, realizing what she had done, "'bolted out of the house "'and away from the angry jaws of the dog. "'Days, weeks, months went by, "'and she did not return. "'The man was heartbroken. "'He loved his wife, and he missed her "'and did not care that she was really a fox spirit. "'He cried for her every night, "'wandering the fields in despair, "'calling out in his voice, that grew hoarse and broken from tears. For her to please Kitsune. So that's a shame. <laughs> it makes me sad. Um, there's t- a few different endings to ha- um, to that story. And the first is that the farmer takes his own life. Because he's just completely just sad and broken. That his little wife fox has gone away from him. Um, Another ending, popular ending, is that he wanders the fields and one day he just doesn't return home. So he kind of like gets lost in pursuits of his kitsune wife. Um, Also, apparently, the reason that he's calling kitsune um, is because I stand to be corrected on this. But if if memory serves correctly, kitsune also means will you come or something like that. So stories like this one are far... (laughs) are not far from anything apparently, stories like this one are often common in Japanese literature. Furthermore, a few prominent historical figures claim to be born of a kitsune mother. These include the priest Enno Gyoja and another priest No Nosiemei. Yo guys, sorry about those pronunciations, I try. So in Japanese folklore there are three different types of kitsune that you can come across. First of all, there is the yoko. Now, this is the most malignant type of kitsune a person can come across in Japan. These are more demonic like spirits that have taken the shape of a fox. So, similar to the poem of the huli jing mimicking a baby to lure its victims, so too will the yoko ensnare their prey. The next type of kitsune you can come across is the miyobu. Now, these spirits are super, super cool, and they are basically like the Hermes of Japanese folklore. So, if you don't know who Hermes is, he was Zeus's messenger in Greek mythology. So, for this type of kitsune, um, he kind of acts as a messenger. Not kind of, he does exactly. He acts as a messenger for the Inari Okami between the Inari Okami and humans. Um, now, it swears to do no harm and merely convey messages between the spirits and humans alike. Often you will see statues of this type of kitsune at shrines and cemeteries, all adorning a red bib. So you'll see a statue of like a fox, and then it will have a red bib put around its neck. Now finally, we have the most common type of kitsune, which is the uh, nogitsune. Now I say most common because these kitsune are the type which interact most frequently with humans. So since they are not aligned with their nari okami... They can choose to be either good or bad to people that they come across. And they won't suffer any kind of consequence for their actions. So there's also within Japan folklore, Japanese folklore, sorry. um, There's the kitsune tsuki. And that is the possession of a fox spirit. So this is pretty grim. Uh, But just hang on to it. Hang on to the story and stay with me. So, this topic is super complicated, first off, and you know, I must just say that it's super complicated, and in all honesty, I don't, I'm not sure that I completely understand it. But it involves a kitsune, which isn't actually a kitsune. So, how's that to start things off with, nonetheless? So, it's kind of like an imposter kitsune spirit, as far as I can understand. Um, so, in order to not stuff up years. And millennia of Japanese literature. I will only give you the basics of this topic. So a kitsune spirit can possess either a human or a fox. Like this bad kitsune spirit. I don't know why it would want to possess a fox. But anyways. If a kitsune possesses a person. All sorts of trouble will arise. For not only that person. But their families alike. So kitsune possession, um, possessions have led to financial ruin of entire households. So, yeah, that's kind of grim. So don't be possessed by kitsune. But, like most of the stories I tell here, there is an upside to the kitsune encounter. Because you will be able to practice a few of these methods to suss out whether or not you are dealing with a kitsune. So, as always, I will tell you about the monster and then I'll tell you how to expose it. <laughs> so, the first is probably the easiest thing to do and the most obvious thing to do if you suspect that you are in, in the company of a kitsune. So first thing you should do is you should look for a tail. So like the Korean kumiho, a kitsune's tail and often its ears will not be able to be concealed in human form. Furthermore, so as to hide these features, a kitsune will lurk in the shadows, seldom coming out. So another thing to look out for, partly because of its lurking in the shadows and partly because as a fox it's covered in fur is you should look out for its pale almost translucent skin so due to the lack of sun exposure as i just mentioned it is said that a kitsune's skin will be luminous okay next up a kitsune will often use speech which is outdated so i know that i've mentioned this before and um this happens because they often wait centuries before revealing themselves in human forms. So they don't take on the form of a human often. Furthermore, they may also speak exceptionally quickly or incredibly slowly. So another thing to note about language is that there are certain Japanese words which a kitsune would struggle to say. These include words, um, no, no, these include just the single word, Moshi. So, this is quite a common way of answering your telephone in in Japan. Or, in older centuries, you'd answer your door like this. And you would answer it with the question, moshi moshi. Um, to which the person must respond, moshi moshi. Now, obviously, if they falter, you've found your fox. There you go. So, to answer that age-old question, what does the fox say? Apparently, it doesn't say moshi moshi. So... Another way to suss out a kitsune is to check out your dog's behavior when in the presence of a suspected kitsune. Just as the old story of the farmer and his wife and the pup who attacked her, all dogs don't dig kitsune, so they just don't like them. So dogs will will growl at the kitsune and they'll also try to chase the kitsune. So if someone comes into your house and your dog growls at them and Tries to run after them, then you know something's up, guys. Um, Kitsune also possess the ability to turn invisible. Which, okay, first off, can I just say how freaking cool is that? Like, I don't know, that's an awesome superpower to have. However, whilst this is uber cool as a party trick, it doesn't help you as a person who's trying to catch out the spirit which is mocking you. However, the Kitsune's shadow will not disappear, therefore. Try to spot the shadow with the tails and the ears of a fox. So yes, when a kitsune shows their shadow, well, no, when you see a kitsune shadow, you will see their fox tail and their ears. Furthermore, if they've gone invisible, you can try to catch them out by letting off smoke in the room. So this will cling to their form, exposing their position. Furthermore, furthermore, and this is just like a quick tip for you all out there, uh, kitsune don't like the smell of incense. So there you go. Now, another awesome way to catch out a kitsune is to look for their reflection. It will always be exposed by it. So a kitsune is always exposed by their reflection. Therefore, kitsune often avoid shiny surfaces, mirrors or even water too. So they avoid this to avoid being caught out. Now, it was thought that women who did not own vanity mirrors in their homes were kitsune. Another great way to catch out a kitsune is to lure them out with a tasty treat, which is something known as inari zushi, zushi sorry, inari zushi. So this is a type of sushi which contains tofu and rice, which is then deep fried. It apparently usually tastes really sweet. And these things are irresistible to the kitsune, so the kitsune are just suckers for this. So when they pass them, they revert back to their fox forms to devour the delicacy. So if you want to catch out your kitsune, get an order of inarizushi to go. You know, there you go. And just leave it out and then the kitsune <laughs> will dive in. Okay, so now let me know how to expose them. What do you do with the kitsune? How do you deal with it if you are faced with a kitsune in your life? So probably the most prominent way like to deal with a kitsune is to just ignore them. And I've read this multiple times. So essentially what this is saying is they can't take anything from you if you don't offer anything, you know. So another thing to do is to avoid people who stand in the shade or people who talk about bad weather on a sunny day. (laughs) And I'm laughing at that because that's me. Because usually on a sunny day I'm like, why is it not raining? (laughs) Because I'm a sucker for that kind of dreary weather. So, but I swear, I'm not a kitsune as far as I know. Um, So, if you're feeling... This is another thing that you need to be aware of. If you're feeling like you're being followed, but you see nothing but shadows and a flash of light, A, go home and get a clean pair of pants, because if you're like me, you've soiled yours. (laughs) I would truly do that, because I would be scared out of my freaking wits. And B, run like hell, because you're probably being followed by a kitsune. There you go. So, those are your two ways of dealing with a kitsune. Ignore it, you know, shit your pants, and then run home. <laughs> the end. So, now we get to that time that I love so much, and that is what does Abby think a kitsune is? This is super short, guys, because I think a kitsune is exactly what it's written to be. All smoke leads to a fire, and this is years, millennia of talk about this spirit. And to be fair, okay, you know, like, I get it with cryptids and whatever. People are always like, where's the proof? Where's the proof? Where's the proof? And there's always proof for cryptids. But with spirits, I'm like, "Mm, I'm not going to go there. I believe in you. Cool. I'll give you your, your space. You do you, little kitsune fox spirit. And then I will do my thing in my own space. But yeah, so perhaps... In history, in Japanese history, there were crafty women in Japan who just like went about tricking high-powered people into doing things for them. However, I do, personally, I just dig the idea of the kitsune. I think they're so cool. Um, So, in my head, they are 150 billion percent real. uh, So, don't mock them. (laughs) Just leave the spirits be. Let the spirits do their spirit thing and don't get involved with them. But, yes. So... As always, hang out with me during the week, guys. Um, I would love for you to get in touch with me. And you can do so on Instagram, which is meet underscore my underscore monsters. You can hit me up on Twitter, which is meet monsters, because apparently my wasn't important enough. Um, you can send me a Gmail, which is meet my monsters potty. So P O double D Y at gmail.com. Uh, you can join my Facebook page, which is meet underscore my underscore monsters. Or you can check out my website, which is meetmymonsters.com. So, as always, it's been an utter pleasure sharing this episode with you. But anyways, keep well. If you're in South Africa, keep warm. If you're anywhere else in the world, I don't know, keep cool. And yeah. Bye. (laughs)